0: What's up? Welcome to another episode of Q The Review. I'm your host, Keith. And, uh, you know, still no new movie news. So, just gonna go ahead and jump right into it. This episode is gonna be on Judas and the Black Messiah. The Black Panthers are the single greatest threat to our national security. Our counterintelligence program must prevent the rise of a Black Messiah. You're looking at 18 months for the stolen car. Five years for impersonating a federal officer. Or you can go home. What do you want? Get close to Hampton. The Black Panthers
1: are forming a rainbow coalition of oppressed brothers and sisters of every color.
0: So uh, Judas and the Black Messiah was directed by Shaka King. Uh, This is his first major film. Uh, and in my opinion, he did a fantastic job. You know, uh, the film stars, Daniel Kaluuya, Lakeith Stanfield, Jesse Plemons, Dominique Fishback, Ashton Sanders, L'Oreal, and Martin Sheen, uh, just came out this year, 2021. It had a, uh, budget of 26 million. Um, you know, the box office numbers are, are pretty low, uh, Due to the fact that, you know, a lot of movies aren't really, a lot of theaters aren't really open in some places, uh, you know. And I don't really know how much they made off of the HBO deal, but I'm going to assume that, you know, if they sold it to HBO, they definitely at least made their money back. So, we'll just go there. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score. So, both scores, when I checked, are 96 That's high as shit. Both critics and audience. And, you know, in my opinion, it's well-deserved. So, uh, I gave the film a 5 out of 5. The movie was great. Uh, I see a lot of people complaining about the fact that the movie is from the perspective of Bill O'Neill and not Fred Hampton. Um, As if the movie title doesn't suggest that already. I mean, Judas and the Black Messiah, I mean, kind of says that, you know. The movie's really going to be based on him. But maybe I'm just reading too much into the title. I don't know. Uh, But I actually like the fact that the movie is set that way. Uh, I know the story of Fred Hampton and all the the amazing things he did for the movement. Uh, And while it would be dope to see a big budget movie based on that. Also think it was dope seeing the movie through O'Neal's eyes. Uh it was it was good to see how he infiltrated the Panthers and worked, you know, worked his way up uh and eventually set set up Fred Hampton. Um, you know, I've read things on it, and while I don't for, know for sure that this is an accurate description of how it really went down, it does help paint a better picture. Uh I really love the fact that they didn't try and make you feel sorry for O'Neill. Like, uh, if you know anything about the story, you go into it knowing he's a piece of shit. And then you leave the movie feeling he's an even bigger piece of shit. So, they didn't try to, like, sugarcoat it and make you feel like, oh, you know, this guy's a victim and, you know, the feds played him. Nah, like, he played himself. He could have did that a little bit of time. You know, it wasn't enough to fucking... Yeah, I don't know. He's a rat. Anyway. Uh yeah, but they don't try to sell you on him being a good guy and then when they show the real life uh interview clip of him at the end of it, uh, it really makes you look at him sideways cuz he he was twisted. Like he feels like he didn't do anything wrong, but uh maybe that was just for the interview cuz they say he did commit suicide because of it. Anyway, uh the movie's about uh, you know Bill O'Neill, Fred Hampton, the uh, Black Panthers. So it's set in the late nineteen sixties. Seventeen-year-old uh, uh, petty criminal William Bill O'Neill, played by Lakeith Stanfield, uh, is arrested in Chicago after attempting to steal a car while posing as a federal agent. He's approached by FBI special agent Roy Mitchell, played by Jesse Plemons. Who offers to have O'Neill's charges dropped if he works undercover for the FBI? Uh, O'Neill is assigned to infiltrate the in- Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party and its leader, Fred Hampton, played by Daniel Kalua. Uh, I'm not gonna go into too much more detail uh, for those of you who still haven't seen the movie uh, and don't really know the story, but definitely check it out. It's in theaters, uh, you know, so if theaters are open in your area, you can check it out there. Um, and then it's also on HBO Max. And, I mean, like I said, in my p- opinion, it's a fantastic watch. Definitely worth checking out. My favorite character outside of the main uh, was Jake Winters, who was played by Algie Smith. Uh, there's a scene where he loses it, uh, loses it after his friend is killed. And I don't want to spoil it, but that shit gets wild. So... He did a fantastic job. Uh, I don't think I'd recast anyone in this film. I feel like the movie was perfectly cast. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya did an amazing job as Fred Hampton. Um, I was really impressed with how he got that Midwest accent down. Because, you know, he's a British guy. So hiding that accent, you know, just doing in a a regular American accent has got to be hard. But... You know, he pulled off that Midwest thing. It's like, damn, he might really be from Chicago. So, you know. Uh, and then Lakeith, uh, he might just be the best damn actor in the game right now. Like, his facial expressions and mannerisms, uh, the way he would switch emotions at the drop of, of a dime. Like, he was he was in his bag in this film. Like, it's crazy. I don't know. And, uh, yeah. That's really it. Now uh, now we move into the trivia.
1: Trivia time!
0: Alright, so first up, uh, director Shaka King has described the initial idea for the film as The Departed inside the world of Pro. He thought it was a very clever way to sort of Trojan horse a Fred Hampton biopic and introduce a great segment of the world who was unaware of who he was, uh, he being Fred Hampton. Uh, and is highly unaware of the Panthers' uh, p- politics and ideology. So, uh, Daniel Kaluuya uh, and Lakeith Stanfield were portraying their roles uh, in the ages of 31 and 29. However, Fred Hampton was only 21 years old in the time of his death, and William O'Neill was just 17 during these events. So, uh, black don't cry. You know They look the part uh let's see plus the niggas back in the day used to look older so you know it, it fit uh daniel kalua lakeith stanfield and little rail how little rail Howry. i don't know how you said that brother's last name is it Howery or Howery. anyway little rail uh they all previously worked together on get out so uh william o'neill who sold out Fred Hampton to the FBI was found dead on January fifteenth, nineteen ninety, in a car crash on Interstate two ninety. He was forty years old. Um, though his death was ruled a rule of suicide, his wife claimed that it was accidental. However, O'Neill tried another suicide attempt before the crash, where he was stopped from jumping out of his second-story window. Um, though his uncle claimed that he was filled with guilt for working with the fbi o'neill claimed in several interviews that he had no allegiance with the black panther party so yeah he was a piece of shit and he killed himself because the guilt was eating him up anyway uh the poisoning scene was filmed on the 50-year anniversary of its occurrence uh recalls daniel kalua to be doing that scene on that day it was really heavy Uh, It was really, 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 really heavy and everyone felt it. We just knew it was a moment. We had a speech, said a couple of words, Uh, really thankful to be here and thankful for what Chairman Fred did for us to be here together, uh, to honor him and to honor his words and bringing it to a wider audience. Uh, So that was a really heavy day. Even the stuff I was saying in that scene, the decisions he makes in that scene uh, to say that on that day was really heavy uh I think I did it I think if I did it another day i wouldn't be able to do it like I did it that's actually wild. I wonder if they planned it that way anyway uh that's uh that's it for the top five now i'm gonna move into some reviews well, really just one um you know. It says says, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah is somewhere between a baby step and a giant leap shining a spotlight on a great American sin uh, of the not-all-that-distant past in a way that's been desperately lacking from the conversation. So, like I said, dope movie. And now for the top five.
1: Top five!
0: Alright, and top five. So, this week... Uh, The top five movies based on civil rights activists. Uh, I know this movie is technically more about the man who killed a civil rights leader, but I'm definitely not going to do a top five on that shit. So, yeah. Uh, Number one is going to be Malcolm X. One of my favorite movies and, you know, one of Denzel's best performances. He should have won an Oscar for that shit. It was fantastic. Number two is going to be Selma. Uh, number three is gonna be Judas in the Black Messiah. Uh, number four will be Mississippi burning. and number five will be 42. Um, and I know Jackie wasn't necessarily a civil rights activist, um, but he broke down barriers. And, you know, it's a fantastic movie. Chadwick did his damn thing, so it's in the list. And, yeah, that's it for uh, another episode of uh, Cue the Review. As I said, this week uh, you can get two, movie, two episodes, so uh, look out for that other one. It'll probably drop the day after this one. So, yeah, y'all be easy.
1: What if the overseer had it with the slaves and cut the masters through? Well then, comrade, we might not be in this funky-ass ghetto right now. I'm not talking about the west side or the south side. I'm talking this filthy-ass motherfucker right here. Shit. We almost got into it with a rad over parking space. I bet y'all babies getting the same bullshit education. Y'all paying the same taxes to get your heads whooped in by the same motherfucking pigs. Ain't that a trick? We pay that, huh? We pay the pigs to run us off of our corners. Let me ask y'all something. If this building caught fire right now, what would y'all worry about, huh? Water and escape. If somebody would ask you, what's your culture during this fire, brother? Water. Well, how about your politics? War and escape. Well, guess what? America's on fire right now. And until that fire's extinguished, don't nothing else mean a goddamn thing.